I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. We are talking today about the Waldo Canyon Fire, and many of you know that it was about 10 years ago when that fire started. I'm thinking back to 10 years ago in Colorado Springs when a good friend of mine who lived near Blodgett Peak asked if she could evacuate to my house, and of course I said yes. Uh, She arrived with her husband, four little kids, the family pet, as many documents and treasures and things that they could fit in their car. And since we live east of I-25, her husband and mine went to find a place where they could see the fire that night. You could see the homes burning, unfortunately. Their home did not burn, but nearly 350 homes did. Two people lost their lives, and the Waldo Canyon Fire became one of the most destructive fires in Colorado history. During this episode, you'll hear from city employees, most of whom did not work for the city at the time of the fire. They recount their various memories of the fire. They're willing to share them with us, and we're grateful. One of them told me that her son was in high school at the time when they lost their home, and when he returned to school, his principal met with a number of kids who had all lost their homes in the fire, and he asked how the school could help them individually. Her son told the principal, I do not want this fire to define my senior year. And it really resonated with me because I don't think anyone in Colorado Springs wants the Waldo Canyon fire or the Black Forest fire that followed the next year to define us. And I don't believe that's the case. We have come back really strong over the past decade, thanks to this incredible incredible community. But We all realize how important it is to remember. That's what we're doing today. The fire took so much, but it gave us a lot too, including valuable lessons and reminders of how important it is to be prepared. Here now are a few memories from city staff members. Hi, I'm Carrie George, Assistant Finance Director for the city. I was not an employee during the fire. I was hired about a year after. I did lose my house in the fire, however, and in my capacity working with retiring firefighters, have had the opportunity to personally thank many for what they did for the community that day. I am grateful to have that opportunity. The support of the citizens of Colorado Springs and the city government is what enabled the community to recover in record time. The emotional impact of that loss will last forever. I actually witnessed my house burning in some of the televised coverage but so will the memories of the support we received. We did rebuild our home initially. We were the first to break ground, in fact, but have since moved to another part of town. I still love the Mountain Shadows neighborhood and have many friends there who I know share my appreciation for what is undoubtedly the best city in the country in which to live. My name is Adrienne Makovich, and I work in city communications. Ten years ago, I had just moved to Colorado Springs when the Waldo Canyon fire broke out. I was working at a local news outlet and covering the fire. We worked around the clock to get people the information that they needed. People were desperate, worried, devastated, in shock. Some of my coworkers were evacuated during the fire. Some cut vacation short to come back and help. Some lost their homes. It was my introduction to Southern Colorado. I had never lived in wildfire country before. When it was all over, people told me, don't worry, this is a once-in-a-lifetime event. It's not going to happen again anytime soon in our area. But of course it did. The next year, the Black Forest Fire burned even more homes. The thing that really sticks with me is that both those fires were human-caused. They were preventable. It's a reminder that we all play an important part in the safety of our community. My name is Alex Ryden, and I work as the communications specialist for the Colorado Springs City Council. 
When the Waldo Canyon fire started, I was working for an armored truck company off of Garden of the Gods. I remember seeing the fire start as a small puff of smoke a few days before it got really bad. On the day the wind switched and the fire went over the hill, our base was evacuated. The Colorado Springs Fire Department had to give us special permission to re-enter the evac zone, and we were escorted back to our base. We loaded all of the trucks with the contents of the base vault and drove them to a nearby parking lot out of the evac zone. The smoke was so bad we couldn't see more than 20 feet in front of us, and it was suffocating. It was a very stressful and exhausting few days of working very long days out of a secluded parking lot in a high-risk situation. I lived in Briargate and had an open view of Mountain Shadows and Garden of the Gods, and I remember going home after that first day and the smoke had cleared just enough so you could see the houses burning on the hillside. I will never forget it. I'm Renee Henshaw, and I'm the Public Safety Communications Manager. I was the training coordinator at the time when the Waldo Canyon fire started. To survive in this industry for 25 years, I believe you have to not utilize your long-term memory and be able to forget things so that the memories don't run you into the ground. For that reason, I don't recall a lot of specifics, just feelings really, and a few vague things. At that time, we did not have the Pikes Peak Regional Office of Emergency Management like we do now. We set up our own emergency operations center in the police operations community room. Once the fire burned into city limits, we had to set up an emergency 12-hour schedule in the communication center to ensure we had enough people working. If I remember correctly, patrol did too. I spent the entire time working in the emergency operations center, handling the evacuation messaging and whatever other dispatch requests were needed. We had a system back then called Geocast, and it was nothing like the system we have now for evacuations. There was no established evacuation language, and I remember the frenzy as we were trying to get citizens notified as quickly as possible. So much has changed and evolved for the better since then. My most vivid memory was the day the fire burned over the hills into Rock Rimmon. I think I worked 18 hours that day. I remember driving home, exhausted, up the interstate, very late at night into the next morning, and it was so eerie with the visible flames and glow of the fire in the darkness. The days that followed were just so busy and chaotic. We had not dealt with something like this before. I remember officers coming into the emergency operations center and telling me their stories of kicking in doors and getting people out. Some of them, their cell phones and other things had melted from the heat. Tragically, we lost two lives in that fire, but all this time later, I'm still grateful there were not more lives lost, and I'm proud to have been a part of that effort. My name is Leah Davis Witherow, and I'm Curator of History for the Colorado Springs Pioneers Museum. Ten years ago, as the fire swept down into the Mountain Shadows neighborhood, we at the museum began to think about this enormous story in the history of Colorado Springs. We began collecting stories, artifacts, oral histories, video, and photographs the day after uh, the fire swept through Mountain Shadows. So on June 27th, 2012, we began our collecting efforts, not because we hope to intrude or hope to um, invade people's privacy and enormous pain during a very difficult time, but because we wanted to document the enormity of this tragedy and the scale and scope of this fire. Uh, it was a transformative event in the history of Colorado Springs when we went neighbor to neighbor collecting stories and artifacts, reflecting the loss, but also the hope. Because one of the things that emerged from our collecting is that Colorado Springs really came together. We supported each other. There were numerous agencies that rushed to the fore. People volunteered. We championed our first responders, police and firefighters. And we came together to support those who'd lost so much. 
One year to the day that the Waldo Canyon Fire started, we opened a new exhibit. It was called After the Ashes, the Waldo Canyon Fire. We had hoped to bring together people in reflection, if not celebration, but reflection on what this event had meant to our community. But unfortunately, during that time in June of 2013, the Black Forest Fire was burning through a neighborhood northeast of Colorado Springs. So we opened the exhibit quietly And for several years, it served really as a marker, a commemoration. It served as a place of meaning and memory for people that went through the fire, people that saw the fire, but also for tourists and visitors. Everyone who went into the gallery and read the stories of the first in the firsthand accounts and watched the video and saw the artifacts, these these memories of their homes, of their lives, were deeply moved. And we were really proud and honored to be able to share this important story with our residents and visitors alike. And while that exhibit is no longer open, all of those artifacts remain in our collection so we can continue to reflect and tell that story for years to come. Thank you so much to our city employees for agreeing to record their memories and sharing their memories. The Waldo Canyon Fire was declared 100% contained on July 10th. 2012 after burning more than 18,000 acres in the Pike National Forest and the city of Colorado Springs. In addition to watching the community come together to recover and help those who lost their homes, we also experienced a heightened awareness overall of our wildfire risk and our need to be prepared. Perhaps you didn't live here 10 years ago, or you did, but you haven't given it much thought lately. What is your wildfire risk? Can you do anything now to protect your property? Do you have an evacuation plan? What would you take? Where would you go? Where would you meet family members if you're all in different places when you need to evacuate? And I know that happened to a lot of folks during Waldo Canyon and Black Forest fires. I want to share a resource before we go, and it's called coswildfireready.org. It's a website that provides the latest burn restrictions or burn ban information. If you're like me, you may get confused between burn ban and burn restrictions, and there are differences, really important differences. It helps you plan for an evacuation. You can attend some of these local town hall meetings that our Colorado Springs Fire Department is putting on, and you'll get to talk with local firefighters and experts and get some questions answered if you have any. Um, We have a great podcast episode that includes an interview with our fire marshal, and that's available on the website. It's just, it's a great tool with lots of great information, so I encourage you to check that out. Uh, if you heard any of those questions and thought, mm, maybe I'm not as prepared as I could be. And some of us who've lived here a long time may, may get tired of hearing those questions about preparedness and evacuation plans and so forth. But it's so important and, and the work pays off in that moment when you need to go. So I want to thank you for listening and remembering the Waldo Canyon fire with us. While it's difficult to recall the destruction, I believe it's really valuable to remember those lessons learned and how far we've come in terms of how prepared we are as a community. We really hope you'll tune in next time. For now, I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs. Mm